Welcome, guys. I'm super excited for the upcoming interview. I'll be talking with Gustavo Vota. Gustavo is a serial entrepreneur, a real estate disruptive investor with a multi-million properties portfolio. And he's also a business and a wealth mentor, coaching individuals and businesses to grow solid, wealthy, and healthy. And today I'm super excited to talk to him about his personal story and what it takes to you know, follow your purpose, start from scratch and build a successful business as an entrepreneur. Gustavo, welcome man, I'm excited to talk to you. Well, first of all, many thanks for your invitation and your trust and believe in me. Uh, I hope I can inspire or keep inspiring many millions of life because as many of you uh, could recognize in myself or in my story that I will tell you, I will share with you. Uh, I started from the scratch, I started from nothing. Actually, um, I am originally from an Italian family, but I was born very far away. And um, my dream was always become a successful people, a successful business person. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's a dream that I have when I was already since I can remember, six, seven years old. And my idea was that I was going to build up a multi-million international company since a very young age. So that was my dream, which obviously I couldn't understand when I was that young. I see, I see. And I know you, this is a very interesting story of you. And most people don't know that, you know, that you really started from scratch and you came to the Netherlands with almost nothing. And I would just like to know... You know, what's, what's the process behind, behind that to start with nothing and just build up an imperium? How does it work for you? Can you describe that? The message, the message that, we, that I want to transfer to the people is that there's nothing that can become between you and your dream and your expectations. Because if you, when you hear my story, you will realize that there couldn't be many more odds against in my life after having loose, loosened everything. And if you would have met me 30 years ago, you would have said, you will never make it, boy. I mean, you know, you are an immigrant, you don't have money, you don't have contacts, nobody knows you, no have friends in this country. So I don't know how you make, make it, but uh, you can dream whatever you want. And my, my, my main message is that no matter, no matter who believe or don't in you, and even if rest of the people believe in you, the strongest belief in yourself is you self. So as long as you believe in yourself and no matter what resistance will show you, this is the core, the core of all life, successful life, because when you can conceive it within yourself, when you believe in yourself, you will nurture your dreams no matter what the price will be. And this is the point, you know. To me, how it works, I think that after 30 years, coming back to your question, Johan, uh, after uh, 30 years, my, my, my conclusion is that the way it worked with me in different levels, it's the way it worked with every, everybody who is, who's becoming successful in life. And it's a good time to define successful because everyone has their own definition of success. I always say that, okay? And whatever you define or anyone decide, define a success for themselves, no one else has nothing to do to say about that. Uh, to me, successful was to create a multinational business, multimillionaire, international, with a lot of people around me and with a great network. Okay, and I guess that that was the lesson of life because I had a wonderful network in my hometown. I was the leading guy in my teams, in my sports, but then all of a sudden I lost it everything. So it was like when I look backwards, it was like life telling you, you thought you had it all, but let's see if you can make it, you know? Because when you have it all served in a plate, in a silver plate, then things are easy. But let's see if you can make it. That's, that's what I learned in my life. So um, the, point, the point of everything is, I, I want you all guys to believe in yourself because no one, no one will believe in yourself and, and none, none others' beliefs in yourself will be as strong as your own self-believing yourself. And I'm telling you this because it took me, I think I started to believe in myself when I was 26, 27 years old. Okay, so I, I know both sides of the, of the coin. Okay, yeah. I know what it is not to believe in what the results are. 
not believing in yourself and what the results are when you change and you understand that you see it's interesting. basically i really like that you that you say that that you have to believe in yourself right but undoubtedly what you, what you say is you also had limiting beliefs or kind of fears of self-doubt or whether it was self-esteem how can we basically crush through our fears and our limiting beliefs can you give an example of that how you how you did that? you see uh, certainly i i might be older than many of the people that would would have listened to us or are listening to us or will listening to us the point is that many many years ago i wish i could have a coach someone who mentor me someone who teach me someone who could give, guide me okay mm. back in my days that was almost like impossible okay because people didn't know that concept of handing you handling you a hand and bringing you to learn to 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 show you to teach you how to fish rather than you know press you down because people was very concerned of that you become better than them and then they will lose their position in life and that's why nowadays i'm very thankful that i have the possibility to coach and mentor people and businesses but that many other people are coaching and mentoring other people's and businesses because i think that i come from a background of a team sport and i think that i've always been raised and educated in you know you play with 15 men over here and there is another 10 outside waiting for you and pushing you so coach yourself support yourself tell the other one that you are behind him okay mm. so your question coming back to your question is how do you crash into all resistances i think once again um when you believe in yourself is 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 something that it's unmovable from you i can come to you and look if if i believe in something you don't have any questions you don't question okay uh, if i believe in you and i know that you are a caring person you are a lovable lovable person you are a respectful person you have values strong values and some all of a sudden someone comes and says can you believe that johan did that i said no i cannot believe that did Johan did that? No, I don't have any doubts that Johan would never possibly do that because mm -hmm. I believe in you. So when you believe in something, you don't have doubts. Certainly, I'm not telling you guys this is a bed of roses. This is not a road <laughs> full of roses. Okay. In in, in one of the coaches that I uh, was giving yesterday to a very young lady, very hungry lady from a from an African country. Uh, I, I, I embrace her to believe in that because she was saying, but how can I build up my dream if I don't have the knowledge and I don't have the skills, I'm young, you know, and my surroundings. And I said, I didn't have the knowledge. No entrepreneur have any knowledge when we started. Go and ask Richard Branson. Go and ask Tony Robbins. Go and ask anyone you want. We are, we were all ignorance. Yeah. but we have a driving passion we believe in our dream and we have faith in ourselves and by believing in our purpose in our mission we take it through we take it forward yeah. no matter what you don't want to know how many times people I remember when 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 i was studying and i this is a very nice story and i was surrounding with with people on a much higher um family standard levels that the one I had after my family lost everything. And I wanted to become a stock exchange broker. And I, I had passion about the stock exchange. I didn't know back then what kind of rubbish that was in my eyes, but I was passionate about that. And, and I have several friends of mine that were working at banks at the, at the, at the stock exchange, you know? Mm -hmm. And none of them believed in me. They said, you will never make it. You don't know how, is, how difficult it is to get into, the, into that circuit. I said, if you, if you challenge me, it's even worse because I'm going to get it. So what did I do? I wrote down by hand, by hand, 1988, 1988. Several of you might have not even been born, but 1988. <laughs> I wrote by hand, Jochen, 20 CDs, and I distributed them personally 
to the stock exchange firms. And a week later, I started to call them. And I invited myself to go and presented myself until I got my first job in the stock exchange as a trainee. Mm -hmm. Okay, I wasn't sent to the stock exchange. But what I'm trying to tell you is that when you have a dream and you have faith in that dream, that that dream is for you, and when you are capable to sustain that dream through the time necessary to convincingly go through that, and you believe in it and you listen to yourself, you are going to achieve it. So Beautiful story. You also touched upon uh, on mission and purpose, actually, besides really believing in yourself. Nowadays, many people also would like to align more with their purpose, right? Um, how do you think we can align best with, with our purpose, with, you know, with our values and so on? If, if um, things don't go the way that you want them to go, most probably you have to analyze your, your closeness or your, how far away you are with the purpose that, you, that you've been given. My, I am a person that believes in, 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 in the balance between the spirit and the, and the physical experience. Um, I always listen to that part of myself that is never gonna die. Everybody has that, whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not. And, um, and the other part of, of me that is measuring through the uh, uh, physical senses, you know? And, and whenever I see, and this is, this is nice because in, in the words of Steve Jobs, he says, if I found myself for longer than three days not doing what I feel I should do, then I knew exactly that something needed to change. So that was the sign when you needed to look seriously within yourself and says, is it what I'm doing close or far away to what I am supposed to do here? Mm. This is the point, okay? And I know what your next question will be, how do you find your purpose? You found your purpose, but, but let, me, let me clarify one, one more thing. Point number one, I think that everyone has a common purpose and the common purpose is to service each other, to service the higher self, okay? Because when you don't give, you don't leave, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I was yesterday in a conversation that I told you on 7 a.m. in the morning and there was a mindset coach. And we were talking about public relationships and branding and the one exposing, the person exposing this, she says, well, now it's a time to make more public relations, to introduce yourself. Now this coach suddenly says, how is it possible in the area where I live, there is a newspaper and they were telling me that they were losing advertisers. And so I typed him, well, maybe it's a good chance for you to go and support them. So whereas my natural reaction would have been, yes, let's see how I help them. He says, I don't think he could pay, they could pay me. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you don't get the common, pur the common purpose in life. The common purpose is not how much money you're going to pay me by the time that I open my mouth. Because it's true, I went through a lot of uncertainties and, 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 and fights through the past 53 years. But that doesn't mean that if you don't have the, the, the money to pay for that, I am not before that, I am an, a, a being before being a human being. I am a being before being a human being. So I cannot see you lying on the street and just because you don't have money to pay me, go over you and said, I wish you luck. Wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. You wouldn't, mm -hmm. okay? So once you understand that you are in a certain purpose, common purpose, how do you feel you can find your purpose is, your purpose will, will always tell you, I am feeling quite in peace with myself. There is no other better sense or, or, or feeling that will tell you, that will leave you in, in more peace than your purpose. So I know it's difficult to find it. I know it's difficult and especially at a young age, I was, I told you, I was searching for my purpose for years. 
you know, until I get back to my early stages and I remember that I always wanted to be a businessman. So then I found my purpose in, in my businesses and then I realized that the businesses were my vehicle to give or to express my purpose to the community. And that's why I'm so in love with, with businesses because I don't see businesses, one of the biggest, one of the biggest coaches or, or influencers I would say in this life, Peter Drucker, who is named the, the father of the economy of the, of the, of the um, companies, um, he would say that the purpose of a business is not piling up money. The purpose of the business is solving the problems of people, covering okay. the needs of people. You understand what I'm saying? I like that you, you totally see, let's say your business as an expression of your own purpose, which is really, really cool. I like That's that. That's the way. Yeah. And now my, <laughs> my question is for most of the entrepreneurs that are maybe listening, how can we turn it actually into action? Because we might have a vision or, or a purpose, right? That we really want to follow and be of service to others with our products or services. But how can we really gain momentum and, and start building? How did you do that as an entrepreneur in any of your businesses that you have? I don't want to sound contradictory. Uh, I am a person that since about a couple of years ago, I discovered meditation, okay? Hmm because my life, as you may understand, jumping from one plane to another through the past, uh, out of the, the past 27 years, I, I spent 16 years, a week in my home and a week far away. So you can imagine how hectic my life was, okay? My wife, my, my wife, no, my life was, was a luggage and, a, and an airplane, okay? The point is that I found in meditation some peace that I, some vehicle to, to find peace in a faster way. The point is that my concern is that nowadays many people think that by meditating they will manifest physically what they want. And that's not true. You need to move. And your question is fantastic, Jochen, because no one is going to bring you bread to your home. You need to stand up and go and start taking action for whatever you want to do and whatever you want to achieve. When I started, I didn't know what was going to be my businesses. Mm -hmm. But the, the first company that I set up when I was 26 years old was GR Marketing Services. And I didn't know what services I was going to give. But I knew I was into services. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yeah. What I want to say is that whatever you're seeking for is seeking for you in life. Such is life, okay? So if you put your, so if you put your, your, your mind and your, and your thinking into building up something good, that good will find you. I had always been a, a person that believed in, in discipline. And once you take a decision and you're going to take action, you need to follow up through the discipline of doing things. You cannot just one week work on your project and the other week watch Netflix. You understand? Because you, are, you run out of ideas. No, this is not the way it works. You make yourself, you build up yourself a routine and you follow that up. And the way to take action is that if you find your passion in the purpose that you discover, actually you would not be able to wait the day to start because I am 53 years old and I still jump out of my bed at 4.30 or 5 every morning. Wow. <laughs> You're an early bird. How did you build that routine of, of waking up so early? What does it give you? <laughs> <laughs> the, the nice part of it is that point number one, I was never someone who liked from a very young age to sleep longer. But the point is that in 2008, 2009, when business was really in a very complicated situation and I didn't want to, I didn't want to jeopardize them, 
I, I, I was, I was like kind of, there were days where I was, would have woke up at three or four in the morning, okay? And at, at first I was starting to, I think that most of the people would do without knowing that there was something to build up in a routine. I was starting to think in my business and think how could I, because during the day I have to work a lot uh, in the business, in the business, not to, for the businesses, then um, I didn't have the time to, to think strategically. So in that period of time between four and six, 6.30 in the morning, before I would go to, uh, to train, um, I discovered that I have the peace of mind uh, to think strategically and to save the business. And I think that that was the most, the, the, highest, the highest peak of momentum where I discovered that if I would through those period of building up my morning routine, mm-hmm. would, would uh, feed me up in a positive way, that then when I get into my daily uh, uh, business routine, then I was, no matter how difficult the resistance was, then I was prepared for that. Mm. And, and, and suddenly I start discovering that um, that I that if I that if I uh, I went back to reading what I couldn't do when I was traveling like a, like a crazy I went back to reading I went back to I, I reach out back my mentors my 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 coaches I always been a hungry person and this is a um, a key question within the life of anyone because all of the successful people that you will analyze ever we are very hungry people. We never stop learning. In fact, my, my first mentor, and, I, and, and he says to me, the, the main commitment that I want you to do is to become a student. You commit to become a student every day of your life for the rest of your life. So no matter what, you need to learn things because yeah. then you will feed yourself and that's what you're gonna give back to people. So get into action. There is, there is tons of things to do. Try to see, you know, something that, that really helps me is that I, I, I try, when I feel like I'm off uh, track, I, I remember myself that this, this life is, is, is a wonderful game. My, my, my background sport is rugby, okay? So there's so much similitudes in that in that uh, uh, in that sport with 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 today's life. Okay, mm-hmm. so then I see myself like playing, and I said, "What part of the game are you missing?" Okay, when you started to look at the at life like a game, and and and, and I don't <laughs> I don't play any friendly matches. Okay. I don't believe in friendly matches. Mm-hmm. I play to win. Also not in rugby? No. <laughs> There's no friendly matches. You know, when you are off season and they say, well, we are going to play a friendly match against this and against that. My, my, when, I, when I get into the national selection uh, process, the first thing that our first coach said is that, guys, we don't have friendly matches here. I don't get into the pitch if I am not going to win this game. Mm. If I lose, then it's okay. As long as you did all that you could do in your, in your guts. Okay? Yeah. But I am not getting into that pitch if I don't know with certainty that I am going to win. The question is that if you lose because your opponent was smarter than you, then it's a good point because you can learn from him. We used to analyze many, many matches, okay? And we used to learn from them. We didn't point at ourselves, hey, you did that or you did, no. Just say, when that happens, you better react in a different way. Hmm. The nice part for you guys to understand why an athlete repeat and repeat and repeat and train eight hours a day, I want you to know that we repeat sessions probably, or game plans for about 100 times in a week or more, okay? 
99 of them doesn't happen in the match. So you would say, well, why don't you play something else? And that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. We, an athlete is being trained because when that situation comes, you need to be able to recognize it and you need to be able to know how to react into that situation. That's the point. That's why you need to act. That's why you need to move. You are not going to fail. The only failure is if you don't wake up of your morning, of your, of your bed every morning. That's your failure. Failure is not, is giving up, is not trying. Failing is totally different. Mm -hmm. Go and fail so you can learn from yourself. You understand why you need to fail? Because failure will give you the experience to reconduct your judgment and next time to judge in a proper way. Yeah, yeah. Are you with me? I'm totally with you. And especially for people that are starting out, for example, with being an entrepreneur, I think running pilots, uh, trying out things is one of the most important things because that's eventually how you learn and, and can imply new things. And that's exactly what you're telling there. So I like that. You also touched upon rugby. I'm very interested in, you know, what's actually one of the biggest learning lessons you had in the team sport of rugby? the values that you, that you are built up in life. Rugby is a, a, a sport of contact mm -hmm. where it may allow you to misuse your power in any situation because you could not be seen if you do something wrong. Yet, if you don't make good use of it, you will be removed of your team, okay? Uh, rugby, luckily for us who love that sport, has become uh, the third or the fourth uh, sport in importance. Even many, many people, millions of people that have never played rugby watch the rugby games. And there is something that attracts people from the rugby, and that is that we, we respect the values of the entire... We, we know, we understand that without an opponent, we wouldn't be playing our passion sport. Mm -hmm. So it starts with the respect for the opponent, okay? It's like in business, you are in business and you have a competitor, you need to respect your competitor. Your competitor will be the one who push you and challenge you to innovate, to disrupt the business, and to always give a better, a better uh, experience to your clients. You don't need to win your, your competition by lowering your price. You need to win your competition by seducing, by being intelligent, by playing intelligent, okay? Now, what is it that I can make so Jochen is so happy? The next time, even if I charge a euro extra, he will say, yeah, but, you know, something inside me says, you need to go and buy from Gustavo. Yeah, but, you know, we buy so regularly and if we spare one euro every time, at the end of the year, we spare 100 euros, fine. But if I have a problem, Gustavo is there. If I need something, even if I'm not going to buy, Gustavo is there. If I had a problem with the product from somebody else, Gustavo is there. Mm. So, point number one, respect. Respect for your, for, your, uh, for your competition, for your market, for your, for your clients. Respect. Respect is a big value in life. Integrity, okay? Even when you know that you are not going to be seen, you don't need to knock down your opponent, okay? Mm -hmm. You need to act in consequence to your integrity. Ethical business is what sustains your business through the years. If you're ethical, then everybody will love and respect your business, even if they don't buy from you. Yeah. When we uh, were building our company uh, back in 1996, one of the companies, we have nothing. We started that company with 6,000 euros and four Fiat Pandas, okay? And we become the biggest and the largest collector, reverse logistic and supplier of uh, secondhand computer material, printing material. And people in the market used to say, I don't know why you don't spend money in, in advertising. And I said, you know, my money in advertising is in my service to you. 
And people would surprise because if they ask me for a pallet of goods, I always put 10 or 15% more of the goods onto the, onto the pallet. And I said, if I, if I spend 50,000 euros a, a month in advertising, would you buy more from me? No. But if I give you that money through the year, you have a better production, you have surplus of supplies, your production line will never be stopped. And I put that money into you and I make just a little small advertising in the, in the magazines. So another value important is to understand that the other person you have in front of you is the most important person because this is something that Freud designed. There are two things important for the other, for everyone in life. Point number one is we want to be, we want to know that we are important for you. And point number two is that we are the most important person for ourselves. And when you want to connect to someone, you need to recognize that. Okay. If that person is an asshole, you can turn around with a big smile in your face, but you don't need to knock them down. You understand? That's, that's, that's something important. And this is what I brought into life. Being supportive to people, be having a, building a strong values, having integrity, making a, an ethical business always. Even if you could make more money, but it's not ethical, you will not sleep good at night, believe me. Thank you, man. This is really interesting, I think, how you integrated those values back in your, in your life, but also in your business. Now, there's something else that I would love to talk about, and you already talked about it earlier when you were talking about your morning routines and your performance. Um, I would love to talk about health and how it's basically playing a role in our lives right now, um, especially in our, per, in our professional lives, right? How do you think we can maintain, um, let's say, a healthy balance between our professional lives and our personal lives? Your, your, uh, our, our mind is the entrance to everything that we allow in ourselves. And uh, health is certainly, physically speaking, is, is certainly something that you need to avoid by keeping yourself healthy in what you eat or the kind of life that, or the style of life that you do but it's as important as the physical part considerations that you take, the spiritual part of your considerations. Um, one of the oldest um, pieces of advice uh, in the Bible is that you have to stand guard at the portal of your mind, okay? The point is that there is a time for everything in life and you have to put your priorities, okay? And your personal life is not more important than your business life, but your business life is neither more important than your personal life. And this is something you have to understand. I am someone that I have the fortune and I've been blessed because my wife always supported me and she always understood that if in certain periods of life we need to make the effort that I needed to be longer periods outside home or working longer, then she would supported me. Okay, and it's tough to build up a family with two kids, being alone, and having your husband every second week outside home, you know, leaving on Monday very early in the morning, coming Friday every, every, uh, very late at night. The point is that you need, you need to force yourself because not everything in life, it's gonna be your business. Even if your business is, mean, is, is, is in your eyes being successful, and it's bringing you thousands of customers and hundreds of millions, believe me, there is nothing, no money that will pay for your personal health, nothing, okay? And your personal health doesn't mean that you need to be in an hospital, but it could be that your, your, your personal life, your, your family left you, you are not being respected. This is not mental health, okay? or your friends are not, being, uh, are not respecting you. But in the same way, your, your, your employees, your colleagues, if you are an employee, your, your partners, okay? So you need to find out. What did I found about the morning routine is that 
it will focus and center myself. I am a person that I'm proactive and I am, uh, I have no limits. Okay. To mm -hmm. me, when I want something, I have no limits. I will, I will, I will work round the clock for it. So I have to learn how to dedicate time and, and not only dedicate it, not only put the attention, but put my intention to be with my family, to call a friend. When I call, when I call a friend, I really, I am really in the business, in the, in the call. I really, I'm not only paying attention, but I put my intention and you feel that. You understand? Yeah. So what is that I discovered by converting my weaknesses through those very difficult years into an, an, an strength, which was building up a morning routine, adjusting the morning routine that took me years before I, and even today I am readjusting my morning routine. Okay. Look at now we are, we are going through pandemic. Okay. I cannot go to the gym. What, I, what would I do? What am I supposed to do? Not to train? Find an excuse not to train? That's not true. So what I do, I follow my yoga lessons on my computer every morning. Very good, Gustavo. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is that yeah. dedicate to yourself because the best investment you will do is the investment in yourself. And that's where you're going to find your peace your internal peace of mind, and you will be feeling strong to assess any, anything during your day. Hmm. I, would, I would love to know a bit more about your morning routine because you have been talking about how your mental health is impacting your, your, your physical, right? Um, I'm looking, what are the things that you do? Do you do meditation? Are you going for sports? Do you use affirmations? Are you German? Tell us. <laughs> I, I, I want to warn you because I am, I am, sometimes I'm too extreme on things, okay? What I want to say with this is that I don't want you guys to feel forced to do all the things that I do. But I do recommend to wake up early in the morning because then your day is going to be, I, you have a different energy. I wake up every morning between, let's say, Let's put it in a nice way, between 5 and 5.30, but sometimes I'm, I'm awakened at 4.30. You don't need to wake up at 4.30. But my morning what routine... What time do you go to bed? Like, how, how long do you sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to ask me how long do you survive through the day. <laughs> Let's say that I am starting to take landing at around 10. Okay. And at la I land at bed at 10.30. Look, look what happened. My routine has changed because I have always, uh, uh, I used to, uh, to read when I was going to bed. I haven't read in bed for the past 10 years. Hmm. But subsequently, I'm, 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 I'm reading twice as much as I used to read. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my morning routine, this is not how I started, but this is how, I, how it evolved until now and i wake up between 5 and 5 30 and the first half an hour to me is my meditation either in bed or with a good music and i always listen to what my heart and my mind has to say okay uh, my mind i am referring to my inner mind and not to my 60 to 80000 thoughts that i uh, uh, used to or that, I, that that we usually have every day mm -hmm. no and uh, sometimes my meditation uh, uh, goes a little bit longer but normally 20 to 30 minutes it's more than enough but sometimes i don't feel like meditating yet i uh, plug on my headphones and go through um, my readings with the meditation music yeah? and sometimes i do medita guided meditation I love uh, Chopra, I love uh, Wine Dyer, I love Oprah Winfrey. Oprah and Chopra had a wonderful uh, program, different wonderful programs, but sometimes I don't feel like listening to them, you know, and I go only through, through the music. Uh, I do um, uh, around, that's, that's gonna be around, let's say six, and that's when I get into my uh, reading and, and studying. Mm -hmm. And I will start reading and study for about an hour. And around quarter to seven, I am uh, getting ready to go to the gym. 
And if I don't feel like going to the gym, I just go outside for a good running. And sometimes I just cross, cross over. I, wo- I go to the woods with the, with the dog and just walk for about 40 minutes, one hour, 45 minutes, whatever I feel like. I, 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 have, I have to say that I, that I have the blessings not to be against running against the watches I used to do in my life. I did it for so many years, for almost 30 years. Mm. That if today I don't start working at 8.30 or at 9 and I start working because that day I was sitting having breakfast and my wife came up with a certain need we needed to discuss or to do. And if I start working at 10, I can do it. Before, I would not allow it. Before, I would say to my wife, hold it until 7 o'clock. I am at 7 o'clock at home and we speak. And if I was traveling, no matter where I was, 7 o'clock I was calling my home and having the daily matters with my wife. The kids did do, do this, and the school said that, and this is what happened. No matter what, I stop the work. I, I, I keep on hold all my businesses' uh, meetings, even if I was going out to, to, to have dinner with a, with, a, with a customer, or if I was with my partners, I said, guys, I need one hour for my family. I always respected that, always. And this is something you have to respect. Then when I come from the gym around 8, quarter past 8, Normally, I go under the shower and have breakfast with my wife. And at 9 o'clock, I'm sitting in front of my computer. Wow. And, and, and then I, I keep a, 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 my agenda, my diary, which uh, um, I, I wanted to show that to you, but I left it in the, in the other. Hmm. This is the library. I left it in my office. But what I do is that every day before I go, the last 10 minutes, I go through the things that I wanted to do today, the ones that I did, the ones I didn't do and they are no more important, but the ones that I didn't do and they are still pending and I still wanted to do it next day. So I go and write down my, my, uh, my task for the next day. And then I uh, disconnect myself and I connect to, uh, to my, to my uh, family and I just uh, spend my, the rest of the evening with them. And, wow. and uh, this is how I pump up myself. And I, I'm not going to lie to you. Some days I have to push myself because I, I don't have the need to work. But I, I have my commitment made years ago. And I have my commitment to, to my clients. And my clients are expecting me to have my posts to them and my, my assessments for the days and for the week. So I, I dedicate myself to them. So when you start your day, it's important. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure many of you will recognize that you start your days and you start with a lot of thoughts. Oh, I have to do this or, or I don't want to do that and I have to call this and I have to pay this. And I, have... I always said, stop it. You know, this is, the best, this is the best sign that you can get that you are going off track. When you wake up every morning and you do the same routines over and over and over and you go through the same thoughts over and over and over, this is the best sign for you to stop, okay? Because then you are getting over and over and over into the same person that you went yesterday and the day before yesterday and the day before yesterday. And the point is that if you need to change, if you want things to change in life, you need to start changing yourself. And start by changing your morning routine. I love it, man. It's an incredible story because some people take, let's say, one hour, half an hour to prime themselves. And you almost take, what is it, from five o'clock in the morning to, to eight or nine, it's like three, three full hours for yourself. Meditation, doing sports, writing down what your priorities and studying. I think it's incredible. Um, since you have been doing this, what has it been giving to you in terms of benefits? Has it, like, what has it changed in, in your mindset and in your health? I have always been uh, someone passionate for people, and if, uh, if you, I think that um, if you look around, um, I always wanted to help people. I love people. I don't like. I suffer. I don't like people suffering. Okay, and what I discover is that um, when you when you live your life focus on, on giving, on how can you make other people's life better? Your life becomes so incredible 
recognizable to you. You know, it's like you don't you don't know. Napoleon Hill says when you when you keep some time on track and you are striving and struggling to do things, all of the sudden the riches, and he's not only meaning the material riches, but all of the riches of life started to pour into your life that you don't know where have they been hidden, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is what I have experienced. I experienced that, that I feel loved by people, that I feel respected by people, that I respect myself much more. I realize and I understood what meaning, the meaning of respect yourself, okay? And that doesn't mean being selfish, thinking only about you, but being selfish in the sense that if you respect yourself, you will not allow other people not to respect themselves. So I think the, 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 highest, the highest prize by becoming uh, aware is that people senses that from you in your relationships, in your businesses, everywhere, you know? If I, if I go to the, uh, sometimes I, I, I try to picture myself from outside and I said, if I would see someone like me at the supermarket, I would think this guy's crazy, you know? Sometimes I, you know, in the supermarkets where I, where I live, in, in the culture where I live, um, the, the, the supermarket cashiers, the main of them, they are students, young people, and mainly young ladies, okay? And I, I carry kind of conversations with them, like, you know, some people say, uh, give me the bone, and they leave, you know? But I really mean it. Eh? How do you do? How do you do today? How are studies? When is your next exam? You know, it's like people behind me saying this guy might be out of, of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even know their names. So the best, the best prize that life will give you, it's, it's that it will make you feel worth it for yourself and for the rest of the people. And who doesn't want to make business with someone who is attractive to them? Because it's, it's what I always said, the most important, it, remember, in life you have to, to focus on three things. You have to focus on your purpose, you have to set up your visions, and you have to define your goals, okay? But the goals, the important part of the goals, Johan, and this is important for everyone without exemption, it's not the goal itself. When you reach that million euros that you want to achieve, when you build up that company, that multinational company that you wanted to achieve, when you help your mother get out of the problem that she was getting in, any goal that you have set in your life, it's not about the goal. The material consequence, it's the byproduct. The most important thing is, and I challenge anyone to do that, Go and think and look at yourself in the person that you have become in order to, con- to achieve that goal. This is the most important thing. Because yeah, yeah. you are not the same person. I see that it's anymore. more about the experience that you gather along the way, the skills that you acquire. That is exactly where you're talking about, right? So it's like your goal is to go on holiday, for example, to, to France or to New Zealand. And actually the trip towards it is much better than the goal itself. All the things that you will see, that you will do, is much better, give you much more enrichment in terms of the goal itself. That's, that's but you know why? You know why? Yeah. You know why? It's because it will push you through some discipline that you know you need to do in order to achieve that. If I wake up every morning, and if I do my work, and if I leave my customers attended, and if I take care of that, 31st of whatever month, 31st of March, or 15th of April, or 31st of December, I will be heading New Zealand. Okay? But everything that you have done until that, what you, what you just described, everything makes you a stronger person, makes you, made you a more disciplined person, made you a more rich a richer person made you a more comprehensive person now mm. by you becoming that kind of person you become more attractive to people and people likes to work or to join 
to people that attracts themselves. It's what we said here earlier, you know? People will, people will not go to you just because of your money or just because of your situation. They will go to you because of the person you are. Yeah. Gustavo, you, what I really like about you, you have so much, you know, passion about all these topics of mental health, uh, about your wealth and health. And I would love to know how you are, you know, as a result of all your businesses that you had in the past, how you're now helping other people in terms of your mentoring as a business and, and wealth mentor. What is your, you know, what is your mission on, on helping businesses and, and individuals prospering forward? Well, as I said before, my, my motor, my vehicle is that I think that by uh, bringing a, a service to a community that could be in a sense of a business, but also could be if you're an employee, by becoming a better employee, but by being meaningful with the, with the work that you, the commitment that you have uh, um, accepted in order to deliver that work, uh, even if that job doesn't suit you or doesn't inspire you anymore, uh, the better that you develop that, the better that you deliver that, the better person you will become. And my mission is to, uh, to help you realize, to, to uh, awaken yourself to that, and to show you that you can, in whatever circumstances of, of life you are, you, can, you are the owner of your own decisions. And this is how I dedicate my life to people. Although my business is, I, at a certain moment, I decided to build up my businesses so I can be completely independent of my business. Whether if my wife tomorrow says, um, I want to go three months to, uh, to travel the world, I can do that and I can still live and I can still live without concerns. And this is what I wanted to achieve. But that made me become a person with, much more comprehension with much more passion for life and this is what i teach people that even when it's everything may seem very far away you need to know that the business your your profession your your occupation it's just a vehicle for you to evolve into the person that you want to become and that you've been born rich already that every, you need to be aware that every morning that you open your eyes, you have everything you need in order to achieve whatever you want. And if, if you can conceive it in your mind and you can hold it in your, in your heart, you will be able to manifest it and have it in your hands. Okay? Mm -hmm. And this is how I teach and coach and mentor people and individuals and professionals and business owners and corporations. It doesn't matter because at the end, as, as, as you just see what I said, you know, even if you are the business owner, but you don't treat correspondingly, you don't treat your your partners, your employees, your managers, from the from the first guy in the warehouse up to the board of directors, with a sense of increase, with a sense of making them feel the most important person in the world, then nobody will like to work for you. And if you are an employee, me as a business owner, I gave you my full confidence because when you told me you were going to deliver this job to me, I believe in you. So you cannot let me down. I will always accept that your interests have changed and you don't want to do, I don't know, one part of the job anymore and you want to do. That's why in my companies, I always give the people the possibility to grow and to listen to them. Okay. Yeah. So this is what I coach. I coach that whenever you need that support in your life, I will bring you to where you are, from where you are to where you want to be. Now we show you how you can do repeatedly on a consistent basis. And no matter what resistance you're going to find in your, in your life, you are capable to do that. This yeah. is how I coach and support people day in, day out. And this is how I'm going to do it for the next whatever years life gave me to live <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it i love the way you like to inspire people and because most of all because you've also been through all of that right you've been through all of these obstacles and i would love to know what your 
what's your biggest takeaway for, from all those years of experience? Like, what would you like to, to teach us as maybe a final word or so? Um, I would, I would, I would be able in the in in, in summarize it in, in one phrase. Uh, whether if you're in business, if you are a father or mother of a family, whether you are an spouse in your role of a spouse, employee, business owner, friend, uh, enemy, opponent, um, respect and love one another. That's that's the main motto in life because. When you when you show me respect, I will. People will respect you endlessly. Beautiful words, man. Beautiful words. Any other thoughts on that? Business-wise, um, like uh, like a wonderful mentor says, is that respect yourself much enough to walk away from tables, from business tables, from negotiations tables, when you are not being respected. Mm. So take the courage to respect so much yourself, not to trade yourself in, or don't, don't sell yourself in, just because somebody is gonna pay you or is gonna buy a product from you, or it's gonna uh, give you a higher position in the company. Be yourself, stay by yourself. There to be yourself. Because at the end it pays. <laughs> I am a I am a walking proof. That's what I said. That's what I do this. Because I'm a walking proof. I had everything against me. Everything. 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 And in that in those days, believe me, 30 years ago, we were not called like like we are called now. We were not called expats. We were called immigrants. Okay? An immigrant used to be a very low classification word. So don't let anyone, anything, any circumstance, any situation convince you that you are not going to be able to make your dream. Never, ever. And if not, call me. I'm going to give you an injection of, of, of motivation and, and inspiration that you will go for another thousand miles kilometers whatever you want to call it <laughs> love it man but we talked about so many amazing things i think we talked about how to believe in yourself um, how to align more with your purpose um, having a daily morning ritual to have a perfect health and also how you can take your first action steps as an entrepreneur uh, lots of amazing things we talked about your your rugby team and what your, you know, your main values were from that and how you take that into your life. I think we had an amazing conversation and I really like to, to learn from you. And uh, I wanna thank you also for this conversation, Gustavo. Maybe one thing to round up, where can people actually uh, find you? Maybe on LinkedIn or Facebook that we can drop that in the, in the comments below afterwards. Uh, you can find me on my profile. Uh, Gustavo Rota, it's my LinkedIn, my Facebook uh, personal uh, uh, contact, or my uh, any one of my pages, frankly speaking, by Gustavo Rota. And otherwise, directly a message to me uh, from any one of these uh, platforms, but as well, you can send me an email to my personal email, which is going to be found here. And um, before I leave, I, first I want to thank you because I think that the work that you're doing for the community and how you're supporting and inspiring also people and making people feel it's amazing. I wish we could have had this kind of support communities like the one you are building, Johan. Uh, I think that the title that you found for your community, the Dream Builders, is something that resonates with me. 150%. So I, it's me who wants to thank you for having the courage to, uh, to build up, living a wonderful career at a corporation, uh, multinational, uh, moving to a new destination, believing in yourself, and not only that, but just putting your day in, your day out in helping this community to grow. I think uh, nobody could be more honored than people being in your community.
that's why I want to thank you also to give me this possibility to inspire many people and I will support you endlessly because I know that what you're doing it's 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 really needed absolutely man Gustavo thank you so much for sharing your your learnings with us I'm gonna wish you tons of energy for everything that you're gonna undertake in the in the coming years ahead and I'll be uh, I'll be supporting you as well and uh, yeah I wish you continue to inspire people count on me I'll be there for you and for anyone thank you very much for your motivation as well all right Gustavo talk to you soon thank you bye 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 everyone Cheers.